You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. You're listening to The Ensemblist, the only podcast that shows you Broadway from the inside out. Welcome, I'm Mo Brady. As the COVID-19 pandemic spreads across the country, it's creating concern for many of us in the theater industry. For those of us who make our living by occupying the same space as others to share stories in real time, the coronavirus is posing a real threat not only to our lives, but to our work. Just yesterday, Jay Inslee, the governor of Washington state, officially banned gatherings of more than 250 people. Of course, that includes theater performances. As a Seattle native myself, I've been curious how the coronavirus is affecting the city's theater industry, and luckily, I knew just who to call. My best friend Jason Kappas is currently in tech rehearsals for the Fifth Avenue Theater's production of Sister Act. Well, he was supposed to be until Governor Inslee announced the ban on large gatherings. After the announcement, I spoke to Jason over the phone to ask him about how COVID-19 is affecting theater artists in the area, and if the show really can go on. Here's our conversation. Hi. Hi. Would you introduce yourself and uh, tell me where you live? I am Jason Kappas, and I am uh, now, uh, again, based out of Seattle, Washington. Yeah, and what's your job right now? Well, uh, I'm an actor. I do. I kind of split my time between theater and voiceover. And right now, I am in the cast of Sister Act, the musical, at the Fifth Avenue Theater, downtown Seattle. And where is Sister Act in its process of the production? Today uh, was scheduled to be our third day of tech and our first preview scheduled for Saturday. So when was the first rehearsal for this production of Sister Act? That would have been about three and a half weeks ago. How did that coincide with the COVID-19 outbreak that has been going on in the Pacific Northwest? We didn't know a lot about it at that point. Um, I feel like it was probably maybe midway or toward the end of our first week that we started getting, you know, official notices from the theater about hand washing policies and, you know, 
go ahead and stay home if you're sick. Um, so it, it was almost simultaneous with the growing consciousness here in Seattle. What were those policies? Like, what what was the theater telling you to do? Uh, yeah, it, we got an email uh, from from company management um, that you know sort of outlined the the twenty second hand washing that, of course, you know we're all supposed to be doing in life in general. We uh, we had some discussions about you know what people may or may not want to do with, you know, props. And we've had uh, uh, moments in choreography, you know, where we're all supposed to be holding hands, where, you know, we've just kind of been foregoing that for right now, um, you know, until we, we need to actually do the choreography properly. They did encourage us, you know, to stay home if sick, which is was sort of nice to hear in official capacity because, you know, as we all want to be the people who are dependable and show up. And uh, we had last week, um, during our last week in the rehearsal hall, we had multiple days with five or six people out of rehearsal. Um, People who just had cold symptoms, a couple people had the flu. So, you know, everybody was taking it seriously and we were managing as best we could. How do you do choreography when you aren't going to touch each other. I mean, (laughs) Sister Act doesn't, in my mind, have a lot of like partnering, but obviously like how are you supposed to learn something that involves interacting with other people when you aren't interacting with them in the way that you're supposed to? Definitely. There is like, there is a little bit of partnering and, you know, they were pretty much doing that because they needed to do that. Um, There were some moments where, you know, we just were uh, doing tiny micro social distancing and uh, now that we're getting into tech, you know, we're sort of layering those elements back in. Um, and there are other parts where and and certain people who were just not really worried about that. And, you know, we had plenty of hand sanitizer uh, in the room and, you know, we would finish rehearsing a number and people would just go up and sanitize if that were appropriate. And during this time where you're doing extra sanitizing, you're washing your hands for 20 seconds, all of that, what are you being told about performances that are supposed to happen in just a few weeks' time? There hasn't been much, there hadn't been much official uh, communication about the performances, which is to say that we were going on as, as usual, expecting everything to be, to run as scheduled. There was, of course, a lot of chatter you know amongst ourselves and chatter you mean actors were chattering <laughs> with each other about only on you know. breaks certainly not what only we on breaks to be focusing <laughs> and, and also a lot of chatter you know in the community online and you know as uh worries started to grow from a lot of the arts organizations in the community um most of what we were hearing online was you know we're all going to be safe. We're all going to be careful. Please continue to support, you know, the arts organizations and everything is moving forward as planned. Okay, so you are washing your hands. You are modifying some choreography. The theater is saying the show will go on. And then what happens? Well, we we went on like that for probably, you know, a week or two. And um, we kept seeing things ramping up sort of outside the theater um, while we continued business as normal until uh, last night at about 10 p.m. in a tech rehearsal that was going until 11.30 when we were on a break and saw that it was expected that the governor of 
Washington was going to be issuing a statement today on Wednesday canceling any gatherings of people of 250 people or more, including concerts, shows, sports events, etc. Well, that's you. That does happen to be us. The Fifth Avenue uh, is a pretty large uh, regional house, um, 2,000 plus, I don't know off the top of my head. So that is, yeah, that directly affects what we're doing. Okay, so you find out in rehearsal the governor is expected to make this announcement. And what else? Like, what else? What does that That mean? That definitely sort of changed the tone of rehearsal uh, for that last uh, hour and 20 minutes. But again, you know, we we just kind of kept doing the work and we went home and we got the schedule for today, which was same old, same old, 10 out of 12. And uh, just about an hour before our first call, uh, we got an email saying that um, today's rehearsal is canceled because of the announcement and that we will sort of await further instructions to see how we're moving forward. And that's all you know. That is currently all we know. The theater has posted on their social media outlets that uh, to, to their audience that the show unfortunately can't go on as scheduled and they are looking at every option possible to bring this show to their audience. Part of the reason that your tech rehearsal was canceled today is I assume there are hundreds of people in the building that are helping to make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the limit is 250 people, and I'm, I'm sure we're close to 100 just in ourselves with the cast and the crew and the staff um, at the theater. So I know some theaters are, are obviously some theaters in the area are under 250 seats, and they are making their own decisions on whether to go on or not. Um, I think some theaters are considering with larger houses, are considering limiting ticket sales. But the governor uh, gave out other guidelines for gatherings of 250 people and under. So those are still only allowed to go on if they meet certain guidelines for cleanliness and, and preparation. I haven't read what all of those are. That is nuts. I know some theaters, too, are at least exploring, brainstorming the idea of live streaming performances to their patrons. Yeah, it's this weird mix of technology and the time-honored tradition of live theater, right? So broaden it outside of the theater walls. You had said that for a while it was business as usual in the theater, but not outside the theater. What is it like to walk around the, the streets of downtown Seattle right now? It is very different. I live a bit north of the city proper, um, so I don't I don't actually walk around downtown much, but I do drive in and out every day. Let me tell you, driving in Seattle without traffic is bizarre. Amazon, Microsoft, a bunch of other you know large corporations have their a lot of their people telecommuting and working from home, so there really are not a lot of people out. Um, it is a little bizarre. How are you feeling moving forward? Are you are you anxious to perform? Are you feeling like holding off as good? Like, how are you feeling? Well, I'll tell you what. I am feeling grateful that none of this is my decision to make. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, I'm concerned for our 
arts organizations here in town, as well as many other, you know, small, mid, even large businesses, you know, that are going to be really affected by this. Um, I'm concerned for uh, my fellow artists who, you know, many of whom are living paycheck to paycheck or are depending on, you know, uh, health weeks from these shows that are getting postponed or canceled. And also, at the same time, I'm glad that we're taking steps as a community to formally address, you know, the what is now, I believe, officially as of today, considered a pandemic. You know, when we look at some of the other countries that have gone through this before us who didn't take some of these measures as soon, it's gotten pretty drastic. So, Obviously, we're trying to find the best middle ground here, and hopefully that's what this is, and we'll all uh, get through it together. Special thanks to Jason Kappas for speaking to us today. The Ensemblist was produced today by me, Mo Brady. The Ensemblist is proud to be part of Broadway Podcast Network. If you can't get enough theater conversations directed in your earbuds from us, there are more than 40 other great theater podcasts to listen to. Check us all out at bpn.fm. Also, we've joined the world of Patreon, where you can support the work that we do here at The Ensemblist for as little as $5 a month. Check us out at patreon.com slash theensemblist. If you don't have the cash to donate $5 a month, you can help others find out about The Ensemblist by leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And follow us on Instagram where we share the stories of talented artists working in theater ensembles. Thanks for listening, guys. Until next time. Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks, then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.